Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. And that's when Ed usually goes, Funniest Thing. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe it. I say the same thing, too, and that's actually how the... (laughs) <laughs> title of the show came to be funniest thing funniest thing i'm daryl and i'm ed and we are broadcasting live from middle school studios yes. in culver city the heart of screenland yep right to- down the street from the filming of little rascals oh no and jersey. right now currently jersey boys jersey boys the musical directed by of all people the toughest man in hollywood <laughs> the most musical minded man in hollywood <laughs> apparently clint eastwood clint eastwood all right so um, today's topic is don't be afraid to stop and ask for directions. How, uh, how many times I wonder have our listeners oh, man. told their husbands or their wives or their sons or mm-hmm. their daughters mm-hmm. the same thing? And uh, uh, we're going to apply that to how we tune in for divine guidance, Yes, which is direct from today's Gailey word, which just happens to be. Guidance. Guidance. And uh, funniest thing, I'm just realizing the other day I was sitting at uh, the at pavilions in here, you know, down here in Culver City, eating a, a sandwich. And the next table over, a fellow was talking to his friend. They're uh, UPS men. Yeah. And I just realized that now the man was talking to his friend about how his father's getting a bit older. And he's very stubborn, so he doesn't like to admit he's forgetting things. But his... Uh, his mom, the, the fellow's mom, had 
um, had to call him one time because they were driving. He 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 was going the wrong way home. Like he was uh, going, um, you know, they had driven quite a distance. Yeah, he was going in the opposite direction, but it took him a couple hours. Finally, they called uh, the son before, and he would he took the son's direction. But before that, he was. I know I'm going in the right direction. I know uh, I'm going in the right direction. That's what this show is all about. Yes, it's about how often we. With every ounce of pride, yeah, you know, and we're talking about the misuse of the word, yeah, where we're stubbornly holding our ground and going, "No, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know right. what I'm doing." And it's not usually, unfortunately, until we finally hit a wall and collapse on the ground that we say, "Okay, yeah, what do I say do now?" Yeah, but we're going to talk about how to hopefully stop before we get into accidents or get too far down the wrong Ooh. direction. And speaking of before we get too far in the wrong direction, why don't we start off with some breaths? What do you got? Okay, so for today, since our title is Don't Be Afraid to Stop and Ask for Directions, we came up with a simple mantra, as Daryl calls them. Mantras? In his spiritual tradition. Oh, I say, um, shamalama, ding dong. That's right. So, given that, whatever that means, today's, <laughs> today's phrase that pays is, I'm pulling over. To get directions. So we'll take a breath, and this doesn't count as one of the three, thankfully. So take a deep breath. Let it out. All right, here's number one. I'm pulling over to get directions. Uh, I'm pulling over to get directions. Uh, I'm pulling over. To, to get, get directions. directions. Uh. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. And once you've got directions, then you can have some fun. That's right. You can enjoy the peel out, and turn up the music, and let it rip. And open up the sunroof. Yeah, exactly. Then you can really enjoy the ride. And uh, one of the things that uh, we were talking about, is a lot, a lot of a lot of the times we're driving or we're getting ready to go somewhere and there's suddenly new information comes into the picture or things that we didn't anticipate can come into the picture and we and then all of a sudden we might have thought we knew where we were going but all of a sudden we don't know where we're going right well yeah especially if we get afraid then the tendency is to fight back yeah or to say heck with this I'm right. out of here right and unfortunately make moves that just cause more problems yeah. when the little bump in the road or the detour right. was not as bad as we right. imagined if we just stopped and asked for directions and yeah. we're talking about inner directions inner yeah. guidance yes. and we'll talk about how to t- tap into that that's right and we got some great readings yeah. you want to kick off uh the well, first we start with the um the, the Emmett Fox from today, which is kind of speaks to when there's more. If you look at the big picture, sometimes there's so many things that you, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. There's so many factors, right? Daryl's yeah, getting funny, ready to go well, on I got, trip, I, got a, I got excited go because ahead. funniest thing, someone I just spoke with on the phone right before we are doing this show yeah. was talking about how she felt really good about the fact that She's leaving work on time. Right. She did just enough work for today, you know, what was required without feeling the need to do 
more than she needs to. Yes. And she can't believe how much better she's feeling now that she's been doing that. Yes. And how much more she's respected at work. And the irony of it is we always take on more and stay late because we think we need to do that to be respected. Yes. And actually the opposite is true because God does not expect us yes. to wear ourselves out for no reason. And really, what was the motivating uh, drive kind was, of? was fear. Yes. Right. Fear I'm going to be judged. Right. I don't do or fear, more than I should. Or fear it'll never get done. Or fear I might lose my job if yes. I don't do extra. Yes. Exactly. So that's perfect. Oh, and this is from Around the Year with Emmett Fox. This is today's, September 25th. And if you're interested in any of the books we recommend, go to goodreads.com and just search Daryl and Ed, one word, Daryl and Ed, and you'll see the list there. And you can purchase them straight from Amazon if you like. Yes. So this one, this reading is called One Thing at a Time. Ah, This one really helped me this week. And it was for today. This is from today, which... Thank you, Emmett, for helping us out with today's show. The present moment is never intolerable. It is always what is coming in five minutes or five days that makes people despair. The law of life is to live in the present, and this applies to both time and place. Keep your attention to the present moment and in the place where your body is now. Do a fair day's work and then stop. Overwork is not productive in the long run. A friend of mine was visiting a great cathedral in Italy. Just inside the door was a magnificent mosaic extending the width width of the building, but not yet completed. It represented the last judgment, and the number of tiny pieces of different colored marble involved in it staggers the imagination. A man was on his knees working away, and my friend, who spoke Italian, whispered to him, What a stupendous task you have! I could not even dream of undertaking so much work. The man replied quietly, Oh, I know about how much I can do comfortably in one day. So each morning I mark out a certain area, and I don't bother my head thinking outside of that space. Before I know where I am, the job will be complete. And the, the, the Bible verse at the bottom comes from Matthew 6.34 and says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Isn't it nice to be able to say to ourselves, this is all I need to do today? Yes. You know, and this goes with a lot of people I talk to who are in sales who actually live by these principles. Right. They even say that, you know, there's this myth or you may hear at seminars, you know, the get rich quick sales uh-huh, seminars uh-huh. that pump you up to go, you know, make if you made 37 calls and you got two leads, you should make 47 calls the next day. Right. And yet that doesn't work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That my friends who practice these principles find that they just mark off what's a comfortable amount of calls. Yes. That they feel joyous about making. Yes. And that's all they do. And then they throw the heavy lifting on God. Yes. And the right leads come through, usually from not even any of those calls. You know, the, the message verse that goes with the Bible, the message translation of the Bible verse that went with that reading is great. Um, we, we always mention the message because we read it during the Daily Word segment. It's just a really accessible uh, translation of the Bible. You can go to the goodreads.com list and you can find a link if you want one for yourself. It's well worth it. Yeah, and, and just what you're saying reminded me of the message verse, which again came from Matthew 6.34 and says, Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up 
when the time comes. Man. Well, well, I really like that because that takes the pressure off me and it helps me just joyously do just enough without that burden because I'm letting God really take care of the heavy lifting, attracting the right things into my life. Right. And all I need to do is this part, this amount that I'm inspired to do, that's comfortable to do. Yes. And that may be required of me to do. Yes. But without the psychological weight. Right. Of the burden is on my shoulders to make sure yeah. it all comes together. Right. Leave the coming together of yes. it to God. And it's amazing how much lighter my spirit is. And this is the thing. It's that light spirit, or if you want to call it consciousness, or even simply just call it your mood. Right. My mood feels good. Yes. And what happens? Circumstances match our consciousness. Yes. You know, circumstances don't make the man, they reveal them. Yes. And so the bottom line is practicing these principles. And the only reason me and Ed do it is not by any virtue. It's because when we don't do it, we feel so rotten right. that we struggle and problems seem to mount up that right. we just give up a lot easier yeah. and just choose to believe. That God is on my side. I used to spend a majority of my mental energy looking at the big picture. And it's kind of natural for my way of thinking to look at the world. And nowadays, there's so much negative information about, you know, negative projections about what's going on in the world, what's going to happen. And when I used to spend my time studying that stuff, I was really anxious and really uh, depressed often, you know, and there was I didn't. I often, you know, I get the spark of life and then I lose it and I would never quite know when it was going to come back. But this this verse and this thing we're talking about here about instead of looking at that part now, I just give that part to God and I do what I can do in the present moment. And and for me, it hits home. Even this week, there was I started working with a new child in my school district and I was presented with the case as, oh, we need you to do 10 minutes of work with this child in the morning sounds easy to me sounded really easy I I was like all right they're like basically you're gonna be a homeroom teacher for one person in the morning for only 10 minutes yeah for 10 minutes you're gonna he's gonna relax you're gonna help him relax I said oh that's right up my you know my alley and we'll do a little meditation send him on his way and uh it's it's let's just say it's grown from there I the, the first day that I well Right off the bat, though, let me say it changed my schedule because I before I was able to comfortably drive my son to school up the hill and then get to work because there was not this pressing right. thing. Now there's this thing where I had to be there at Ooh. this moment, you know, so well, it's getting into my breaking exactly. up my routine, even though it's our job. Yeah, we have a tendency when there's a change when to get yeah. like a little king baby. So that yes. overcoming that is mm. a big thing in itself. I know. And I had to, I had a moment where I just had to step back and say and remind myself, well, I'm blessed with a wife who can most days drive my son to school. And you were pointing out earlier I don't know why that shift is happening, but I guarantee it's, it's for always the, it'll, good. It'll always work out for the best. And it, what it turned out was that this kid has a lot more going on than was anticipated. Well, wait, why don't you just share when you came in? What you were expecting yeah. a calm, mellow okay. meditation? Yeah. And you and, well, let me say the first day. The first day was just like a slight indicator, which was more tears, more. I could see there was more upset than just a little bit of nerves, right? That was the first day. And I really, but I knew God had brought us together because I've had my own 
anxieties and things in right. the past. And I've really spent learned these tools Why? specifically to live happily, right? So I was like, all right, I know this is a good match. The first day, though, I start some little indicators. Okay, this is going to be a bigger project than a 10-minute homeroom thing in the morning, right? right? The second day, I was... My wife had a job. Like, this was the day where I learned a lot about today's show because my wife had a job. So now I had to get my son, I had the opportunity, I had to get my son to school and still get to this appointment on time. And so I, I, we got up early, but sure enough, I'm coming down the hill after dropping off my son and it is not moving at all. And the voice in my head, because I had done my morning routine, was said, Oh, you're not going to make it. And it was like calm and peaceful. I mean, you mean like, it's okay if you yes, don't make it you. on time. You yeah. Know, everything's okay. Right. God is in charge. Right. And this is a great thing to remind us all of is that yeah. when we're in a rush or in traffic, it's like, don't curse it, bless yeah. it, and just reassure ourselves mm-hmm. like a loving parent because the truth is we get what we, right. what, you know, where we, where our thoughts go, thoughts right. are things. And if right. anything, it at least, Bring everything to right. a nice, calm unraveling. Now, I wish I was able to really handle it that way in that moment. I didn't curse the people around me, but I cursed that voice like, what do you mean I'm not going to be on time? And I was trying to like dig in for deeper affirmations. How am I going to push through to make this happen? But I just had that clear knowing. It's just not going to happen. And so right. thankfully, I got a little bit clear in my mind. I called the pe- ahead to the school to tell them, get nice. another person, the principal, to take my role, I'll be there ASAP. You know, only right. only a few minutes late, but I will be a little late. And I said, rather than like beat any, myself up or anyone else, which I was already doing, let me just call ahead and do the responsible thing. So in that case, that's what it was. Take the next loving yeah. action, which worked out amazingly because I did get there. About he got there a few minutes early. I got there a few minutes late. But what I found was the young man was basically in a bear hug, um, in like a in the principal's arms when I got there. Wait, there, was te- there was chairs wait, strewn about. Wait, so wait, basically you just walked into what looked like uh, the sheriff breaking up a bar fight yes. in Dodgetown? Yes. There was a lot going on when I chairs got there. Chairs are knocked over. Yeah. People are hiding under desks. Yeah. And the principal has got your... Yeah, uh, student in like a full body lock. Of <laughs> awesome. Which was amazing because I'm not trained up to date to be able to do that with a student who's in that in that case but he is and if i was there perfect right the right person ended up being there i ended up like doing my part and which involved dodging kung fu kicks as the kid wanted to get out the door my job was just to sort of passively block the door you know but if i had been there on time this is incredible this is like where we can't beat ourselves up mm-hmm. over things like this because everything is in a better yeah. order. Right. Because had you raced and got there or said to your wife, you got to drive on because this is my job. Right. Then you would have been there on time right. in a situation that you're not really right. trained for, for legal reasons. Yes. Not that you couldn't handle it right. physically, yes. But as far as the proper training, yeah, the protocol, the protocol, and it would this could have ended up into a serious, yeah, situation for you and right. who knows who else, right? So this is like this is where I got to remember when things seem to be going not in my favor, yeah, they're actually working in my favor. Yeah. That God is always on our side, and I want to share after the break. I, I want to share a little bit more about. 
the next step for me was dealing with my mind because I was still beating myself. My mind was still beating me up for being late. And using what we're talking about today really helped me through that. So coming up next, we'll finish up that story. We have the daily word, which is guidance. We're going to talk more about the benefits of stopping to get directions. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world. We count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Chris Michaels host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on Earth, a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. Benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Today's show is called Don't Be Afraid to Stop and Ask for Directions. And uh, before the break, I was talking about how 
this case that I'm now working on in my school district has caused me to use, you know, to stop quite a few times and ask for directions at times when I felt really overwhelmed and I was talking about how I was running late for a student and it worked out, ended up working out for the highest good on that day that I was just a little bit late. And Daryl has a good friend, well, a good friend of the show, as a matter of fact, who has an example that really can't be beat of how sometimes being late really does work out for the highest good. Right. Actually, I was having a conversation with someone who's a fan of the show and also a very good friend of mine. He's been on the show. He's been on the show. He's the author of a new novel called Tomorrow City. His name is Kirk Chelson. And he really doesn't share this too often. And when he does, it's usually in confidence. And I'm sure he won't be upset about me sharing this because it's very poignant. I think people can benefit from it because I certainly have. Mm-hmm. And he was he was very excited to share about, he really enjoyed our episode called You Can't Leave the House Looking Like That, which is all about the importance of getting centered in the morning. Speaking yes. about getting guidance, stopping the wheels from spinning in our head yes. in the morning and just... This is the most important you can do thing you could do right now. Yes. Well, what do you, what happened to Kirk was um, back uh, at the turn of the century, he was living in Queens. He was working in New York City and they were having a meeting at the World Trade Center. Uh, it was a big interview uh, at his work or something, a party or something was going on in the morning, a meeting at the windows of the world. And. Just he was waking up a little late, but he said, you know what? I got to do my morning routine. And he actually was telling me the story and said, you know, morning routine has saved my life in many, many ways. But literally, it saved my life by doing the morning routine. Mm -hmm. He did the morning routine. He calmed down and he thought like a lot like you. You know, I'm going to be a little late. But you know what? God's in charge. He gets on the train and something that never happened to him before. He falls asleep on the train. He misses his stop at World Trade Center, crosses over to the next stop, has to get back. on, And now he started to catch himself cursing himself, you know, like I'm running late. I can't believe this. So he calms himself down again and he does the next responsible thing. When he popped out at World uh, World, um, Trade Center, he gets on the phone, says, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm here now. I'm coming up the elevator. He said, no problem, Kirk. He did just like you. He gets on the elevator. As soon as he's on the elevator, boom plane hits Mm. the elevator comes down uh to make a long story short um kirk was one was the only survivor of his entire people he worked with Mm. and he often reminds himself or we'll talk about this and he's a very shy and humble person and Mm -hmm. by no means this was meant to use this as a way to brag or or anything like that but he knows for sure that you should never like he has such a hard yeah. example. And of course, you know, he has a family now and there's two children now that would have never existed. Right. And he just always drives home that, you know, always remember to me, his example is I'm always in divine order. Yes. I'm always in divine order, yes. no matter what the outcome. Yes. And the key thing isn't to put self-imposed nonsense on myself that creates more fear. I better be there. I should just always enjoy like you read in the Emmett Fox. Yeah. We're right where we're supposed to be right now. Right. Do the next responsible thing and move forward as best yes. you can, but do not, you yes. know, start punishing yourself. That's right. Or pushing yourself because it That's only causes right. more problems. That's right. And that, you know, that's a, that is a, such a great 
the example. I mean, I, I feel that one very deeply. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. And, uh, you know, in my practical day-to-day example that I was sharing, the next step addresses exactly what you're talking about because I was standing in a room and we were doing our, as a team, creating a, a loving space for this child who's a you know, youngster to come down. And he was he was uh, abusing himself. He was attempting to you know like punch out. He wanted he just wanted like a scared animal, you know. Right. So we we were doing everything lovingly, you know, like keeping our hands open, letting him charge or whatever, but doing our best just so he doesn't get hurt and we don't get hurt and he stays in the room, doesn't get right. run in the parking lot or whatever. But in the the thing that was getting me in the, the my mind, one part of my mind that was still beating myself up for being late was imagining that the negative emotions on the people's face around me was because I had dropped the ball. I was saying this is happening because I wasn't there. This was before I had the opportunity to really look at the big picture and realize how perfect it was that I wasn't there. But I hear you. So I reached out, I text Daryl, my friend, Lori, my, 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 um, I was, uh, I even emailed when I had a moment, I emailed my mother and my aunt and asked for prayers. I, because I realized, my the way I was feeling had nothing to do with what was going on right there, and it was it was like, uh, but it was I was thinking, I'm not good at my job. The, yeah, but what, that's what the that's the humble, amazing thing yeah. that we need to do, right? Because the tendency is to just muscle through it. I know these spiritual tools. Yeah. I mean, if you even know them, you'll just go, no, I'll just pray, I'll get it together. Uh-huh. You know, this isn't about me. But right. even that is forced. But to be able to stop right pull over emotionally and mentally and ask for directions and even if it means reaching out to the prayer line yeah. or to send a quick text to me like you did your mom and just yeah. say because just that oh my god asking even if yes. it's other people all of a sudden now your mind starts to open yes. for divine guidance and that and what happened exactly what you said is what happened next is all of a sudden my mind started to open i realized you know i've been under a lot of stress with this case i was told that there was it was going to be a 10-minute job. And now, see, I work with a lot of – I have a lot of other kids who need just as much loving attention. But now I'm dropping – I'm not – you know, in my mind, I'm not showing up for them. Like right. there's all these understandable things that are going on besides just me being there right. three minutes No, this later. one case is yeah. turning into a major earthquake that's affecting right. the whole And I was able school. to – after we – the team met afterwards after we the student had calmed down we got him into a good place he started doing some work we all met together and i shared all the feelings that i was having and the funniest thing happened i wasn't the only one having those thoughts and feelings it opened up a space where the whole team was able to reevaluate things such as are we even capable of really providing all the needs that for this kid you know or you know how can we provide for this kid how can we uh, you know like safely take care of ourselves and this child and it it just opened up because i was able to be with myself and then share it openly which was huge for me to just well to admit that you're not you don't have the most saintly thoughts about the situation yeah but it's funny how when we do that we're let off the because we find out you're letting that rest of the group off yeah you know, I feel ill-equipped for this, too. Yeah. I feel ill-equipped for this, too. Right. What are we going to do? What can we do? Yeah. What are we supposed to do? And there was wisdom, actually, behind right. those thoughts. There's, everything that happened just led us to, like, there was good information there when we broke it down. And we, we were able to create a much more functional plan and realize that there was 
this was a much bigger fish than we originally thought it was going to be. So, well, since that was a great example of pulling over, oh, actually just stop and ask, don't be afraid to stop and ask for directions. I think mm. this is the perfect time to say our yes. thank yous. Yes. And we don't want to thank, we want to make sure we don't forget our listeners. We really appreciate yes. you joining us and listening to our show. Matter of fact, as the show was going on live on our Facebook fan page, yes. Uh, Tracy Louise from, uh, Queensland. Queensland, which is a giant portion, the northern east portion of Australia. Kingaroy, Queensland. Kingaroy, that's right. Just 141 miles from Brisbane. And we know that because we looked it up today. Exactly. Because believe it or not, Daryl was at the 1988 Brisbane World Fair. Yes. So thank you, Tracy, for tuning in with us. I'm like, Thank you. My parents told me they were going to tune in live today as well. So thank you. And all the other listeners. Yes. And... We do have to thank someone very special because I don't think they, our listeners would be listening if it wasn't for our chief yes. engineer, Jeff Comfort. Why is that, Daryl? Because every week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Woo! And Man, he really buzzed the towel. I love that. And then we have our, uh, we always give a shout out to the prayer line, which is a crucial tool. Yes. And, th and this is all about stopping asking for directions. Do not be afraid to lower your pride like Ed did in his meeting, mm -hmm. you know, and text or call. And the, the prayer line is a very wonderful service. That's yes. Free. There's no obligation, yes. and they're very loving. And that's at eight hundred now. Pray mm -hmm. or eight hundred six six nine seven seven two nine. Right, and especially if your service, well, not especially, but I, I, like today's, what I, the story I was sharing really helped me to see that if we're out there in service to other people, the way a lot of us are, a lot of us don't want to admit that it's sometimes it's hard or it feels overwhelming or whatever. But I've just going through this situation, the way I went through it, realize I've been holding hurt and shoved down stuff because I've been working with these kind of children with 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 children with special needs, sometimes violent, self injured like for sixteen years. And in the past, I would just I thought it was wrong that I that I had that it was challenging for me. Or well, you that, can't admit that because you look yeah. weak and competent. You might lose your job yeah. if I should. I, I totally get it. And you know what? The opposite is true. Yes. Every time I reveal that side of myself, it's almost like everyone comes towards me. They yes. don't throw me out. Right. And only God. I at this point I know only God has the kind of real direction that could be of service to other people. That's and true. So that's what we want to tap. And when we tap into that. Man, we get refreshed and renewed every time. And I got to reiterate the way, like your example, is the only way I can tap in, which is humbly yes. admitting I'm powerless over the situation to yes. others, to God, and I need help. And it's not like a whining baby. No. And, when, and not when it's something that I just think is over mm -hmm. my head and not, I shouldn't have to deal with this. Right. No, no, no. We know. When we're pridefully afraid to ask for yes. help and when we're just being a baby. Exactly, exactly. And if we're going to be a baby, at least go to God and, be the, yes. and let God know, look, because that information will too. come. Because our mind, our, our conscious mind, it can only see so much of the picture. But there's an intelligence that sees the whole picture. 
and will reassure us in the most amazing ways that everything is good. And then you can tell us by sending us an email and saying funniest thing. Yes. Because you'll always get a funniest thing when you do that. Yes. And a funniest thing first, we had a request for some prayer today. That's right. This is uh, from a friend of Funniest Thing. Her name is Katie Tyre. Uh-huh. from Maryland. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened over this weekend, some of you may have heard there was a uh, helicopter crash in the Red Sea. Yes. And sadly, uh, it was a relative of Katie Tyers. She wrote us uh, and sent us the article that her niece's husband, Landon Jones, his wife was uh, Teresa Vitali Jones, and their children are Anthony Six, Hunter, two months. And it was their father, uh, Landon, who was a uh, lieutenant commander in the Navy mm-hmm. and chief warrant officer, Jonathan Gibson, who both lost their lives in that crash. Yeah. And we just want to send love yes. uh, to that family and to those families that may be affected by this, like anything. Yeah. If you, if, if you're listening, those of you, know, since you're listening with us, just take a moment to send love and light to them and to everyone involved, because it really does. It really does help. Yes, it does. When my and I can understand what they're going through and possibly Katie may be going through because when my father died, he had been suffering from cancer. And although we saw it coming yeah. like this, uh, when that when he finally died, I didn't know how to feel. Right. I mean, I didn't know what to feel. Right. And I thought what I was feeling was the wrong feelings or yeah. the inappropriate feelings because I was at the wake. I was only 18 years old and I was feeling relief. Mm. And unlike you were able to do in the situation and, and admit that to the other teachers, how you really felt and were thinking, yeah. I thought I was thinking bad thoughts. When right. meanwhile, I should have felt relief, relief that he was in so much pain, relief that I was in so much pain going through this, relief that it's over, yeah. relief that he's at peace. Yes. And all this misconception and these ill feelings I was having, mm-hmm. I was doing to myself. And I told you earlier when I brought this up, imagine it. I'm sure if I just had the ability, which I did not have at that time to say, if someone asked, well, how do you feel? I feel relief. Is that bad? And I'm sure they would have said, no, that is not bad. Darryl. Yes. And I would have been able to be happy. Mm-hmm. But I was so disconnected. I was so in my head yes. that I really didn't, Right. Grieve properly. Right. So our yes. hearts go out for all those involved in this. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to take a moment to send some love to a family friend, Patrick, because I was asked to do that and uh, for the highest good, whatever that looks like in his in his situation. And before we forget, a shout out to our sponsor. Uh, yes. iItaly, the one spot shot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian Americans. You can visit them online at i-italy.org. And we have just a few minutes, perfect timing, yep. to read the Daily Word. And Edward's going to do that for us this week. Man, I am today's reader. I know. And today's... I'm jealous. Yeah. Oh, I don't want my glasses. Today, okay. I know. That's why I, otherwise <laughs> I would have handed you the book a long time ago. Today's word is guidance. And... The affirmation is, attuned to divine wisdom, I know what is mine to do. Ah, So I seek to live my best life and express my highest potential, yet I may not always know how to go about it. In every moment, I have a choice between a variety of actions and attitudes. When I am unsure about what is mine to do, I turn within for divine guidance. As I withdraw from the noise of my confusion and enter into a state of stillness and peacefulness, 
I become open and receptive to inner wisdom. In the silence, my thoughts are illumined and I experience clarity and insight. The Spirit of God within gives me the insight and direction I need to follow a positive course of action. I am confident of my next steps to be of true service and to live my God, my most God-inspired life. Ah, oh, uh, I could read the yeah, message. Yeah, read the message first. Thank goodness when Edward prints up our scripts, he makes... It's like, I'm glad you're a teacher because these are actually the size of the children's books. I, read I in know. School. Okay, this is from the message, and it's from Psalm 43.3. And it says, give me your lantern and compass. Give me a map so I can find my way to the sacred mountain, to the place of your presence. Yes. And we always get that when we ask. That's exactly right. And, you know, the last thing I'll say about the story I said earlier going into the break is that today... Because of us as a team opening up to what's really going on, some amazing things are happening with that young man that I spoke about. And I can already see, because I've been consciously connecting the dots, as Daryl said, that God is definitely working on this young lad So, and, and on all of us through that whole experience. So coming up after the break, we will have the joke of the day, Daryl and Ed's funniest things for the week. Ooh. And oh, oh Mel. A mailbag. We got fan mail. We have one heck of a song and dance. <laughs> and what else do we have? More great stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Have you asked your soul what it wants? Or are you so busy meeting the needs of everyone else? Family, friends, children, bosses, that you haven't checked in with the part of you that matters most? Janet Connor asked this question and received an answer. Your soul wants five things. That's it. Five things. Your soul wants to connect with source. Commit to values serve a purpose, express itself creatively, and last, it longs to create a beautiful, abundant life. Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that meet those needs. You can take each course separately or register for the complete Your Soul Wants Five Things series and receive $1,000 in bonuses for free. Visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, your soul wants five things. Your soul will thank you. Do you take spirituality into your own hands? Bucking corporate religion in favor of finding your own path? Cross the boundary between religion and science, or between religions themselves. Do you like a dose of humor with your truth-seeking? If you answered yes, you're what we call a holy rascal. Join Rabbi Rami Shapiro for How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central. 
Rami and his guests will engage in lively, humorous discussions about what it means to be a spiritual human being in the 21st century. How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m., only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. That's right. All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing. That's right. And today's episode is Don't Be Afraid to Pull Over. No, Don't Be Afraid to Ask. Don't Be Afraid to Stop. Stop and Ask for Directions. That's the, that is the key. And Daryl, <laughs> you kept hammering home with stop the stopping part. In the name of love. Before you break your own heart, yeah. break it all over. Pull over. Yeah, pull it over. <laughs> okay, so. Hasn't God been good to you? Okay. So the our joke, joke of the, of the day, day is comes from the book of Catholic jokes, which have been confirmed funny. I'm not sure who confirmed them funny, but Deacon Tom Sheridan compiled these jokes. And we're going to try not to take the funny out of this joke. So everyone, put your hands on the radio and send love that we can deliver <laughs> we this can joke. deliver a joke with some punch. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Walking along a California beach. Yes. A woman was deep in prayer. Suddenly she cried out, Lord, grant me one wish. The sky darkened and a booming voice said, Because you have... Because you have had the faith to ask, I'll grant you one wish. The woman said, I hate to fly, but I'd love to go to Hawaii. Please build a bridge to Hawaii so I can drive there whenever I want. The Lord chastised the woman for such a selfish request and reminded her of the task's difficulty, saying, Think of the logistics. Think of the supports required to reach the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. The concrete and the steel would take... I can't do it. No, I can do it. But it's hard for me to justify your desire for worldly things. Do you, do you have another wish that would honor and glorify me? The woman thought and said, Okay, Lord, I wish I could understand men. I want to know how they feel inside, what they're thinking, and what they mean when they say nothing is bothering them. After a few minutes, God said, Hmm, you want two lanes or four on that bridge? <laughs> <laughs> We delivered it. That's the the number one thing. Is we got through it. And thinking of delivery, I think I hear something in the distance. That's right. Thank you, girl. And Thanks you get, for bringing us the mail. And there's a picture of her with Ed on our funniest uh, Facebook fan page. That's right. She what do you got? sweetie. So here's what? a mail piece. Uh, Ooh, that's a little one. It looks like the size of a fortune cookie yeah. fortune. Let me it's try just right that for one. you, Daryl. Oh, perfect. This is from Tracy Louise. This is from the other day from mm-hmm. Kingaroy, Queensland. Yes. Australia. 
And it says, was having a really tough morning, a total crisis in confidence, but you guys know just how to cheer me up and get me back on track. Thanks, guys. Aw, well, thank you. This is a double shout-out day for Tracy Louise. That's right. And she is all the way on the flip side of the earth, so. That's true. They're actually going into summer while we're going into fall. Oh, man. And you know another little piece of trivia about Australia? Let's hear it. The drains drain in the opposite direction. Man, we're going to have to go there. I know. For, well, I'm going to have to see that so We'll get sit in a hot tub and let the water out, and we'll spin around. Wow. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. <laughs> Maybe not. All right. All right. So. What else we got? Let's see. Let's dig deep. Oh. Oh. Let's see here. Oh. We have a little piece of parchment here, and this one is from Jen Henry. It's a follow-up letter. It Ooh. says, hello, guys. Just an update. It looks like this job may not work out after all. But you know what? That's the funniest thing. Now, Jen Henry had let us know that she had stepped out boldly and applied for a new job. Because she was inspired by the episode, Everything After the Butt is BS. Bad science. Bad science. So, but you know what? That's the funniest thing. This process taught me to focus on what went right. Wow. I wrote a great cover letter. I updated my resume. I held my own and did... Really well during a two-plus-hour interview. Wow. wow. That's better than Daryl and Ed could do. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, we discovered that. I gained some insights into networking with my colleagues, and I learned a few new things about another department. Not a bad outcome. And I still have a pretty good job after all is said and done. When we do our part and step out boldly and then leave the rest up to God, we can't go wrong. Thanks again for all the encouragement. I think my entire family and both of my mentors at work are now aware of your show. Hopefully, everyone starts listening. God bless you both, Jen Henry. That is an awesome letter. Oh my goodness, you are not kidding. Because those are all the things that I constantly have to remind myself. This or something better. Leave it in God's hands. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work out my way, it's working out in an even better way. Yes. God is on my side. Yes. I mean, this is an awesome letter. Thank you so much for sharing your outlook and this experience with us. Because we never get tired of hearing this. Yeah. And we actually thrive and need almost like supplements to hear these real life funniest things and stepping up all the, so we can continue to do it too. And if, you know, I love all these positive takes, take what takes from the experience. I was going to say takeaways, but that sounded a little corporate, but, uh, (laughs) but I, the last couple, this show and last one was really about getting that higher perspective first. And so, you know, these perspectives, like, don't feel bad if you're out there and, and right at first you don't see all the good. That's what meditation and like, yes. you know, like you go into that place. It transforms the situation in our consciousness so that we can see that we wrote a great cover letter and updated your resume. Yeah. Like you have to, for me, I have to sometimes at the end of the day reflect on these things to really see the things that happened. That were so good. Oh, this is an awesome letter. Thank you, Jen Henry. And yes. thank you for listening. And we appreciate you. Thank you. So, Daryl, uh, you have a really great oh, funniest, funniest thing, thing for the week. Time for funniest things. Yes. Yeah. My funniest thing is um, once me and Ed started doing this show several months ago, I was yes. doing some footwork online mm-hmm. and came across this list of uh, producers, radio producers. And at that time, funniest thing, a video piece of mine 
got rejected by a big art person and she said this is garbage and forget about it right? remember that I yeah remember so, that. so i just said all right case sarah this or something better i was able to take it on the chin like jen henry right so i'm reading down this list and i would have never looked at this list hadn't we been doing this show so that's funniest thing number one connecting the dots and i see this one thing on there that unfictional and it it actually was the perfect match for this video piece right. which is actually a series i put together trying to come to the conclusions about my grandfather's unsolved murder right. many years ago. So I sent it off, just one. Now here's, Just one out of how many did, could you there have? There was about 30 that I could have. Yeah, but okay. I had that little inspiration. I said, just send it. And it was a simple sentence. It was two sentences. I think I showed you the email to prove to you that, hey, I'm really getting better. Yes. And it was that simple, hey, I've read your um your submission guidelines. Here's something you may be interested in. And I just sent them a link so they could listen a sample of the piece. Right. And I forgot about it, but I had to let go of that little urge that said, maybe you should write to all of them now. Cause you're on a, uh, you know, you're on a roll. Yeah. You know, the more you said, and I said, no, I don't, which would to. go in line with a lot of the everyday uh, quote common sense or wisdom that says, you should do more is better. More is better. It's right. Not, Hit up 30 a day. Like you were saying. Right. Earlier. No, it's inspired action. Always. I sent it off. Forgot about it. Long story short, they became very eager in doing a uh, documentary radio piece through KCRW here in California and NPR. And uh, it's uh, going to be on the show Unfictional about my um Going yeah. through this uh, this seemingly negative situation, and, and that show, if you're interested in great stories being told, is a great show. Yeah, you can get it at iTunes if you don't live in Southern California. It's called Unfictional, and it's on KCRW. And they're doing a piece now on, on Daryl, right? Going through how my how I um it's my experience, my personal experience of having a grandfather murdered and unsolved. Well, one of the strange things about this case is yes. the murder site has remained untouched. Right. I went back to where it took place and this factory area where the offices were has it's it 30 years I go up there after not seeing it and it's exactly as it was the night after like it, when they found my grandfather. Right. There's blood still on the walls. Right. And it's just like deteriorating and you go why hasn't this been rented out? Right. So there's been that element of mystery. But every time, you know, through the years, many years ago, I talked to police about this and they're going, ah, that's interesting, really. And kind of let it go. Right. But now that I got asked to do this piece, yeah. 40 years since the murder, right. and just recently they said, can you contact the police? Because mm -hmm. I'm going to be going back for the, for the radio show and we're going to interview some of the police or interview me after I see the case because I have never seen it before. Right. So I said, sure. I made a phone call to the police. They said, no problem. Matter of fact, Ed was in the car when the call That's came right. through. Right. And the officer said, yeah, no problem. You'll be able to look through the case. And I once again mentioned the the murder site is still intact. And he said, oh, that's interesting. Two days later, the owner of the building calls me. And he says, Daryl, I just want to let you know, CSI was here. I go, really? Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah, they were upstairs taking swabs. So as a result of this Funniest thing, it looks like now this case may actually get solved. Right. And, and all it was was one phone call, a hunch, yeah. a seemingly unconnected radio show about my personal reaction. Right. And you were even, the, the one part of your mind was like kind of thinking they'll, they'll never look at this again. No, I even told you. I go, yeah. yeah, they're never really that interested in that. And sure enough, funniest yes. thing. Funniest thing. So that's a great one. So thank you for sharing that.
But now what are you doing, Daryl? What, what, this? You like it? I had to pay extra to join the inner circle to get this platinum mastermind thinking cap. Daryl, we just spent the past hour learning that the, that type of thinking is crap, not thinking cap. Really? Yeah. What Fizarro needs is a way to make you smile. Right, this is uncomfortable. It's not so hard uh, to do if you know how. You're right. Gotta get the message. I think I'm getting it. Gotta get it all through. Fizarro, don't you ask me how. I trust you, Ed. Subscribe to Funniest Thing Podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store or to the iTunes app on your phone. We'd love to hear from you. Send all your stories, comments, funniest things, suggestions to funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed and find the Funniest Thing fame page on Facebook and like it today. Thank you for being a part of the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. 
and after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. If I were brave, I'd walk the... Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 